Good afternoon, I'm Al Cresta. As you know, the, if you paid any attention to news over the weekend, you'll know that President Trump gave a uh, rousing speech at the Conservative Political Action Conference in Dallas, Texas. And my guest right now, Deal Hudson, was there. He was there, in fact, uh, moderating a panel. And uh, Deal, you know well, as the author of 365 Days of Catholic Wisdom, A Treasury of Truth, Beauty, and Goodness, and also, how to keep from losing your mind, educating yourself classically to resist cultural indoctrination. He hosts Church and Culture program on Ave Maria Radio and is the publisher of the Christian Review, and he blogs for the Catholic Herald. You can follow him on Twitter at Deal W. Hudson. Deal, good to have you here. Wow, I'm just barely getting over the excitement of three days in Dallas at CPAC. I, it certainly looked like it was uh, an enthusiastic uh, few days. Tell, tell me a little bit of what you were most impressed with, and then I'll have some specific questions for you. Well, I'm not just impressed, but I'm overwhelmed by the enthusiasm, conviction, passion, and commitment of the 5,000 people who attended that. And, of course, they had to stop uh, accepting applications and registrations. Because, I mean, and as I talk to these people, these people are informed. These people do more than just mindlessly listen to Fox News. I mean, they read about the issues. They know about the issues. They even know about some of the subtleties. And, you know, every now and then you'll meet somebody who, you know, says, uh, Pence could have shut this down, and that's that's the only thing I have to say about it. You know, that kind of stupid one, one-sided view. But there were very, very few people like that. Hmm. And all through, in fact, this was a very, very happy crowd. It was an angry crowd. This this was a crowd that responded hopefully to the messages. You know, the junior spoke there, and did you know he, he's really quite charismatic and intelligent on his own. You know, and James O'Keefe, you know, unheralded, unveiled one of his new investigative reports. And, you know, speaker after speaker, uh, including Senator Marsha Blackburn, I mean, just brought the house down now. Yeah. So, you it, you know, I think it was very frustrating for the, for the liberal networks to be there and not be able to find a scandal or not be able to, you know, pick on one thing or one comment somebody made because they... There was just nothing nutty coming out of Dallas. Yeah, yeah. The president was the, the keynote. He uh, closed off the conference, as I understand it. Uh, tell, the re, you know, just judging by uh, what I could see on television, the response to uh, former President Trump was overwhelming. It wasn't. And, you know, I've been to several events uh, where the president spoke when he was president afterwards. And Secret Service just shuts down the hotel. I mean, it's not anything other than regular procedure for them. And so, you know, and you have to go through metal detectors on the day he's there. And they've got security. Everywhere you look, there's somebody looking you up and down, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is, you know. And, I mean, the, <laughs> the, the audience is so enthusiastic. 
it takes a master orator to get them to quiet down for him to keep talking. I mean, <laughs> his way, his eye contact, his body movement, gestures, his way of interacting with the crowd, I mean, it's just it's quite uh, remarkable to watch. And, you know, we haven't had an, an or a political orator for a long time, especially among conservatives, who has this kind of ability to use his speech and his presence to create such amazing political energy. Well, you're, you're a student of uh, history. You know uh, the history of uh, drama, theater, oratory. He certainly doesn't uh, match any of the classical criteria for uh, orator. He's a he's a populist speaker who has incredible he's a, he's potency. A, he's a Brooklyn version of Will Rogers. Yeah, okay. I mean Queens version of Will Rogers. Yeah, if half okay. of what he says is is humorous, sarcastic, half of it is you know making fun. Right, and so his his command over the crowd is much more akin to a Will Rogers than to a Everett Dirksen, for example. Yeah, yeah, no, very good. That's a great distinction. Yeah. What did not and then, your... frankly, I mean, it, it connects with the people, Al. Oh, I know. I, I, that's. I'm not taking anything away from his uh, effectiveness. That's that's not in question. Uh, you hosted uh, or moderated a panel. Uh, tell me what you were doing. Uh, I interviewed Madden Mercy Slap. He's the head of CPAC of the American Conservative Union, former. Uh, assistant to Carl Rove, former assistant to George W. Bush. Mercedes mm-hmm. uh, uh, was in the Trump White House in communications all four years of that of that term. And they have, you know, they're Catholics, very Catholic, about five wonderful girls, children. And they actually met at an event that I hosted uh, after uh, Bush was elected. But And she, of course, is the, as you may know, the daughter of, of Cuban immigrants, who escaped Castro. Mm-hmm. And so I inter- I interviewed them a little about their personal life, about, you know, who inspires them, uh, who do they look up to. And, you know, Matt immediately pointed to his mother, Sue, from Kansas, and Mercedes immediately talked about her father, which she told that entire story on, in an interview, hour-long interview on my show on Ave Maria. And we talked, you know, I said, you know, I teased him. I said, did they have any time for any pillow talk and so forth? But the, the question that I asked that got the most reaction to the audience is, I said, you know, everybody says we're losing our nation or we've lost it. And I said, but we all know that, that history isn't over till it's over. And so if, if the his, history of our nation is 18 holes, I asked Matt, who's a golfer, what hole are we on? <laughs> <laughs> what did he, he say? Said, he said 16. <laughs> and, of course, then then Mercedes says, what do you guys think? And then everybody starts shouting their, uh, you know, their opinion. One, <laughs> scout, one guy shouted 17, and I shouted pessimist. <laughs> uh, but, you know, there, uh, there's too much of this talk about losing our civilization. We've lost it. I mean, in other words... We're not in the position of trying to keep from losing it. It's it's in the hands of the enemy. Yeah. 
That's, that's and, what I've said for years. The culture wars have gone on, and uh, yeah. we're yeah. That's go ahead. Keep going, though. You were saying. So we're, I mean, we've lost education. We're losing the world of corporate, you know, corporate uh, finance. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've lost the media. We've lost much of the uh, the good writing in point, you know, his history and literature and so forth. So we're not in a trying to save it mode. Right. We're in trying to take it back mode. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, in my mind, it's going to require the rebuilding of new institutions, but we'll see what happens. And, that, I, and, that, and, and that's a good way to do it, don't you think? I mean, instead I of do. trying to take over Harvard? Yeah, I, I absolutely, I agree. Absolutely. Uh, you've, been, you've been involved politically for a long time, so you've attended uh, CPAC before. Uh, how does it differ now? from when you were working with uh, George W. Bush? Well, you know, I also attend every year our Free Faith and Freedom meeting, which is, you know, I, on a regular basis, got Mother Assumpta and her nuns to attend and sometimes to sing. The difference between the Bush years and the Trump years, our difference is in kind and not in degree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, ever you know, most people really loved and uh, praised George W. Bush. Uh, they got a little, you know, tired of disappointed him the second term. It's, but he, you know, doing the best job he could. He didn't do anything wrong. Uh, but you know, Trump, his four years, he really returned this nation onto its proper course at, at almost at every level. You know, he told the European leaders to stop, you know, stop the nonsense, pay, you know, pay their part for the defense of Europe. You know, he no longer let them look down their nose at our culture, society, our ideals. I mean, he, people, most people in this country want to be proud of their nation. Most people in this country want to pass it on in a recognizable form right. to their children and grandchildren. And this is where Trump benefits from the fact that we have all come to realize the media lies. During the Bush days, it was, well, so-and-so's good, so-and-so's good, give a chance, blah, blah, blah. That's all gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so Trump benefits from the fact that the you know the mask and disguises are off. Right. And, right. The, and the people who have been trying to give everybody the benefit of the doubt you know, give them a second chance, have realized uh, all the opportunities given to them to prove themselves to be credible, that's the end of it, no more, because all they've done is taken that trust and and made the lies even bigger and the deceptions deeper. Yeah. What happens, there's no, uh, I mean, he's, he's such a uh, dynamic figure. There's nobody in the party uh, that seems to, you know, uh, broker any influence uh, comparable. Uh, is he the kind of man who can maintain a team? Yes. Uh, yeah, I think it's been shown he can with, with ups and downs. Um, I don't think his team is any more fragile than Biden's. Uh, <laughs> in fact, my personal. Right. right. But let's remember that moments, historical moments make men and women. Right. In, in other words, 
some, someone like Donald Trump may, may not have ever gotten past being a, a TV star. Right. But a moment came when no one else wanted to defend the raising of the flag, un, right. you know, unapologetically. Right. And so whether or not that moment exists still in, you know, 2023 when the campaign starts running, it may be a Ron DeSantis who steps up. Right. And is, you know, better. And, and look, but as I told my sister, the media will come after Ron DeSantis just as hard as they came after Trump. Yep. No, I agree. No, I agree. This is, a, it's, this is a huge fight. It's a street fight. And, uh, and I do agree with you in terms of the historical moment. Uh, it does bring certain people uh, to leadership. Deal, thanks. Yeah. We'll talk again soon. Thanks. Okay. Thanks, Al.